Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. New CBS Monday. NCIS. Here's where we can see them. NCIS and NCIS Hawaii return with all new cases. Double tap to the chest, one to the head. These guys are professionals. All new criminals. Finally, not letting the gut here. Walking to paradise. And all new crimes to be solved. If you're watching, these have been arrested. What are the charges? Just one. Murder. New NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. Monday, starting at 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS NFL Podcast. I'm Katie Mox, here with the OG crew of Will Brinson, Ryan Wilson, and John Breach. Today is our Bold Predictions show. As always, keep it locked with us all week long for your NFL offseason coverage. But especially this week, as we have shows Monday through Friday, including after night one of the draft on Thursday night. Again, Brinson after dark. Always fun. Always a good Terrifying. Time. Hey, but hey, what about what about the fact that we've got John Breach in a casual, soft Pick Six Ooh. podcast hoodie, which you can purchase at the Pick Six podcast store, cbssports.com slash whatever. So I don't know. Google, check the uh, nah, the, the QR codes for the app now. So I don't know if that'll work. Uh, and and somehow he's the he's only the uh, second most relaxed person on the podcast because Ryan Wilson has completely checked out of doing. Uh, anything other than just mailing in the rest of this draft. Like you can see it in Wilson's eyes. He's, he's wearing a flat brim cap, a t-shirt. You know, he's got a, how many murder podcasts have you downloaded for this drive to Stanford? Oh, I actually, Katie, during COVID, I actually was in the studio every Sunday during the season because no one could travel. So the four and a half hour trip, nine hours, both ways. I would, I listened to 40,000 hours worth of serial killer podcast and uh, I found out the demographic for Serial Killer Podcast Breach is a bunch of middle-aged white women, me, me. and Prisco. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. By the it's way, also the people who watch scary. Below Deck is what that is, too. I don't. Well, I like Below Deck as well, first of all. But I don't, want, I don't really Aren't listen you, uh, to a lot of murder mystery podcasts. But I, every single documentary out there, I have seen serial killers, murder <laughs> mysteries, you name it. Ooh, we're All right. Well, when I see you in uh, Stanford later, I'll give you an update on what I listen to and whether it's. Uh, what are you going to listen to? I want to know. Well, man, we got fast. stuff to do. Uh, Katie, keep talking. I'll look real quick and see what we'll, I we'll have a separate podcast on have you our done, favorite have you done, murder mystery shows. Have you done all the Murdoch stuff? Oh, uh, come on. Well, Brinson is an expert oh, on Murdoch stuff. That's one of one. All right, guys. Before we get started, we only have Wilson for a short amount of time. I thought we could warm up our juices a little bit with some NFL draft trivia. I'm going to ask some questions. There are multiple choice. If you know the answer, go ahead and throw it out. So we're starting off slow here. What year did the first NFL draft take place? Was it 1906? 1936. Oh, breach. Look at breach. Well, I could even get through on It the doesn't board. count, Katie, because he didn't hit the buzzer. 1936. Sure, he doesn't know how. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Okay. Breach one, you guys zero. Breach studied. 
Go ahead, yeah, Kate. Bre breaches on it. Breaches on it. Okay, next question. Who was picked second overall after Peyton Manning in the 1998 NFL draft? Ryan Leaf. It is Ryan Leaf. Also, well, I got Ryan Leaf's autograph. Somewhere around here. You didn't get the question right. Oh, right, I was too busy thing. texting Brady Quinn about Todd McShay said on part of my take this morning that Brady Quinn's sister threatened to slap him at the ESPYs red carpet one year. And I was, I didn't want to tweet about Brady's sister without checking with him first. Hey, listen, uh, so I texted him. He's like, no, that never happened. You have a big goose egg. Don't make excuses. Go ahead, Katie. Okay. Right, Before next? Brock. Ryan Leaf. Yeah, yes, Ryan Leaf. Yes, you got that right. He, one of the biggest busts in NFL uh, draft history. Oh, so good on. for you. All right. Brock Purdy was awarded the title Mr. Irrelevant in the 2022 draft, but who was the last quarterback to be taken very last in the draft? Was it Tay Crowder, Caleb Wilson, Chad Kelly, or Grant Stewart? Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. That was Chad me. Kelly Wilson, I'm yes, on the board, baby. No, I beat you. No, that's a tie. You get half a point. I think no, that's, that's, I think that was very clearly me. I think All right. Are you not entertained? Which of the following players was not selected number one overall? Was it Calvin Johnson? Jake Calvin Johnson. Beep. Dang it. You didn't beep. I beeped. We'll Calvin give Brenton that point. That's his I first. I got two under the lead, mofos. <laughs> you got one and a half points. <laughs> All right. I think it's one and a half to one and a half to one. Fair enough. But you got you to buzz in. These are too easy for you guys. You guys have buzz in. So we're following. Which of the following quarterbacks was not selected before Tom Brady in the 2000 draft? Was it Giovanni Carmazzi, Todd Husek, T. Martin, or Spurgeon Wynn? Todd Husek. Todd Husek, yep. Yeah, but that one goes to Wilson. He he clapped, he beeped. I knew it. Husek, I didn't know we could, I didn't think we could beep in before. Anyway, keep going. Oh, whatever. Fun fact, these, these are Giovanni Carmazzi is a goat farmer right now. Google that. I think that's a real fact. I don't think who, I who among that. us isn't a goat farmer breach. That's, right. this, that's classic breach though. He's like everyone Google Giovanni Carmazzi goat farmer. And then Katie's going to ask the next question. He's going to get it right. And like steal. The or I have a story that says you'll never believe who's a goat farmer right now. And that's the first thing they'll find. <laughs> Am I winning? That's what I should have been like, who was 20, drafted nine, and is now a goat farmer. 2001 right? NFL draft rumors, Colin, you'll never believe which quarterback is a goat farmer now. Breach. What's the score? Am I winning or is yeah, sure. it's two to one and a half to one and a half. Okay. No, I I have two. You have one breach. No, I beat you. I beat you, Chad Kelly. Judges have spoken. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. okay. Well, Wilson's a contestant. He's not the judge. First of all, that's it. That's all of the questions. Yeah. I just to Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ryan Wilson, you are the champ. Although I, I do have to. I thought that Wilson had more. I mean, I thought that uh, Brinson had more. I always mix uh, up. You know what, Katie? Let's give Brinson that question. So he has two. I'll take the loser. Uh, okay. I'll take the one. And Wilson has the two. I have the tiebreaker. Oh, what good. Spot, what is Which spot was Jim Breach selected in in the 1978 Ooh. NFL draft? Whoever's the closest wins. I'm going to go. Uh, Mitch what round? Number? No, not the round. The overall number. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 325. I will Brinson. say 156. Oh, Brinson wins. The answer is 206. Yes! Money. Give me the money, Jake. Give me the money, please, Jake. Give me that money. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. That was a tough one, uh, that last one. Good job, Breach, there. The okay, break. so we're going to start break. now with our very bold predictions. And Ryan Wilson, you are on the clock. That was oh. good, by the way. Kelly, I like that. I like that. Uh, that was good. That I got to I gotta, I gotta get harder ones for you. That was too easy. I will come or, or we're just good at the NFL draft. 
Uh, yeah, next time we'll do serial killer ones after I go on my road trip. Or something. Well, then I'll, I'll win. win. I'll, I'll win that. that. Yeah. All right, here's oh, yeah, my first bold prediction. Well, that, well we've, we've spoiled Wilson's bold predictions now. Jeez, Billy. You know what? How do we leave him off the screen so we can grade him? You Billy, teaser? you know what suspense is? Billy <laughs> <laughs> goes to the movie at the end and then stays for the reshowing of it when it comes on again so he knows what happens. <laughs> first date with Billy. We're going to have three kids. We're getting married. And that's it. <laughs> and we die. Oh, Billy. Billy Buttons, Benjamin Billy. All right, here we go. First one, as you can probably guess, if you know how to read, Breach. Atlanta, the Falcons, the Dirty Birds will draft a quarterback in the first round. I have heard that if C.J. Stroud is hanging around there at eight, they are taking C.J. Stroud. So I'm going to go the Falcons' second quarterback. Um, oh, so we're going to grade these. Uh, are we doing a one to ten or are we doing a letter grade on these? On these However uh, you want. Uh, Breach, what do you want to do? Uh, we're, we're a letter grading podcast. I yeah. think we go letter grades. Okay, so the Atlanta the, the bold prediction is the Atlanta Falcons will draft a quarterback. In the at, first round. At number eight. At number eight. Um and it will probably be CJ Stroud. I'm gonna give you yeah, I mean, I don't I think I think the the I'm gonna give you an A an A minus here. Um <laughs> you will. <laughs> or you will. You're about to take a B plus if you're not careful. Um <laughs> I think that one, you are, you did a good job here of giving yourself several outs because you, you lean CJ Stroud, but you didn't commit to CJ Stroud. The Falcons taking a quarterback makes total sense. I mean, they have Desmond Ritter and they signed Taylor Heineke to this bizarre backup contract. Um, there are multiple quarterbacks in this draft class, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, to me, who would fit what Arthur Smith wants to do at the quarterback position. C.J. Stroud, also more mobile than people think and extremely accurate, like kind of a Ryan Tannehill type. I think he fits with the Titans, would also obviously fit with the Falcons there as well because you have that sort of player. And yet, this Falcons team, that is, should be desperate for a quarterback because they don't really have one. I mean, like I'm not buying the Desmond Ritter stuff has just not been mentioned as a team that's going to draft a quarterback breach. So for me, this is a great job by Wilson to slide in here and steal an obvious quarterback needy team in a bold prediction. It's almost like he's been studying in a serial killer kind of way, your moves breach. Breach. I just want to say quickly uh, to, to, to Brent's point, it makes sense, but there has been no buzz about quarterback to Atlanta, which I think makes it even boldier. Well, the student is now the teacher. Clearly, listening to all these serial killer podcasts has paid <laughs> off for Wilson because uh, now he's coming up with these crazy things that maybe I would even say, yes, I I'm going to give it a flat-out A. Uh, the one thing I do like here is, look, the Falcons were in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes last Ooh. year, and then for some reason, they dropped out Lamar Jackson for no reason at all. Even well, though, I think there's a reason. Well, they, well I mean, they <laughs> were saying, colluding hey, we with the rest of the NFL owners not to pay Lamar Jackson. And, and they came yeah. out and said, hey, look, we trust Desmond Ritter. I don't think they trust Desmond Ritter. I don't know how you can trust Desmond Ritter. There's no track record to trust Desmond Ritter with, so I do think uh, if, if someone they love, like C.J. Shell falls in their lap at eight, that it makes a lot of sense, so I like it, Wilson. A, flat out regular A. No minus involved, like Princeton. Hey yo! Next All right, one. are we going right, through mine? I got to leave, or we're we going through? We're gonna go around the horn. We're going. We're going. But do you have to leave at eleven thirty, or what's your what's your deal? Yes, I'm not on Brinson time. I'm on. I, look, I was I was ready to go at ten thirty. We needed to. Well, I I don't have a time machine. <laughs> well, I would say since Wilson has to exit, we go through his predictions first. Yes. All right. Next one is you could call in from the car. It's it's illegal in some states. You know, oh, it you is. Talk on the phone in the car. Yeah. What? You can't talk on the phone? Breach is actually taking hands free. a... Hands-free, Brinson. Hands-free. 
Well, I don't mean like I don't mean like FaceTiming with one elbow on the on the the wheel. I mean like you're on like a Bluetooth. That's fine, right? On the wheel. Uh, he has a Android phone, so he can't FaceTime. So I don't. What is it called on the Android breach? Loser time. Serial killer. Serial killer timing. <laughs> I mean, they use Google's products, so whatever Google calls it. Probably Google Meet then, or yeah, right. Google something like that. Here's I'll call second. you on it. All right, yeah, try Please that. Here's, here's my here's my second bowl prediction. I don't know if I can out outpace myself on the first bowl prediction there. The Pittsburgh Steelers will not only trade up for Paris Johnson, and there's conversation that people have to trade up to number three for Paris Johnson if they want him. They are also going to take another offensive lineman in the first three rounds. Two offensive linemen in their first however many picks they have in the third round, whatever number that is including Paris Johnson. So it's going to be Paris Johnson and then another offensive lineman in round two or three. They pick 32, pick 49. I don't know if they have another one after that off the top of my head. Well, I have the Paris Johnson going third overall to the Arizona Cardinals in my final Ooh. mock draft. Um, I think Arizona and I, you know, what? The Cardinals I, I, aren't going to take Paris Johnson, but he could go number three. If you want a little, why won't the Cardinals take him? Cause they're going to take someone else. Not named Paris Johnson. Jalen Carter. No. They are not taking Jalen Carter. They have Tyree Wilson. No. Will Anderson. Mm, if he's there, they'll they'll probably take him. Hey. You'll be you're you're you will do the blown mind emoji when I tell you who I've heard. Oh. You want to guess breach? Uh well, my gambling side wants to kind of know right oh. now. B. John Robinson? <laughs> Christian Gonzalez has been mentioned as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that baited about. I've heard that baited. Well, why don't you say it? I just asked you four names, you didn't say it once. You don't have to be a D about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I like. I liked. I kind of liked Relax Wilson. <laughs> um, All right, continue with your Paris Johnson math that I interrupted. Well, you. I was just going to say that, like, I think that I will give you a B, because right. um, I think it's going to be a hard. This is a hard one to land, right? The Steelers yep. have That's to be bold. the team. No, 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 it's bold. I, I'll give you a B plus. Fine, I'm feeling generous today. I don't know why. I think maybe I'm in a, I thought I was in a bad mood. Maybe I'm in a good mood. Um, <laughs> Somebody was Ryan behaving yourself. He doesn't have Rick to keep him in check. Know. Yeah. The absolute lack of respect for me, Breach, and, and Katie here is, is really on display by Wilson. <laughs> Showing up, he's like, I got five or ten minutes for you. Like, doesn't matter. Like, be like, Rick, if Rick's like, hey, Wilson, you're going to give me an hour and a half, like, while you're, like, rowing a boat to Stanford, well, Ryan would be like, sure, Rick, what kind of boat should I row? <laughs> but we were like, hey, Ryan, can you give us 15 minutes to talk about the NFL draft the, the 24 hours before it kicks off. He's like, well, I don't know if I can accommodate that. Uh, All of that rate, is 100% true, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm know. i just speaking speaking truth to speaking power to truth or whatever the hell they say. Um, <laughs> truth to power. Yeah, sure. <laughs> power to truth. <laughs> I, I think, so I'll give you a B now because you've been insulting me nonstop. Um, I, I, I think the problem is like the Steelers being the specific team that has to trade up is just so hard to land. Yes, it's bold, but you could have just gone with a team trades up into the top 10 to draft Paris Johnson. How and good that, I feel about it. What's that? That's how good I feel about it. I don't think he makes it. Like, how, what, what spot did you say again? Uh, they're going to have to get into the eight ish range. Okay. Yeah. I think his over under is nine and a half, and the under is like insanely juiced. Some of these numbers are just pretty, pretty wild in terms of the juice that they put on these draft props because they don't want to deal with moving the numbers around and getting middle and all that. Um, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a B. I think it's a, I, I like, I like the, I like the construct of Paris Johnson uh, going very early, but the Steelers being the specific team to move up and get him is, is very aggressive. And Although, another offensive lineman goes too. That's, that's even boldier breach. Peter Skaronsky. Um, um, I am going to give it a 
B plus. Yeah, I mean, breach. I like the boldness of the Steelers trading in the top ten. That he's literally just adding a third of a letter grade onto whatever I do. You do realize that? Well, I, I mean, it. just I he's, pri- he's prices writing me with letter grades. Yeah, there. I am. Get out of here, Brinson. I'm still bitter about giving you that half point from the quiz earlier. Uh, <laughs> but what do you have? So you have the Steelers. It would be a huge trade for them to jump up into the top ten. So that is where the boldness comes in because they're picking 17th. You're talking about moving up at least seven spots, maybe eight or nine. You guys said the over-under is nine and a half. So maybe even more, that'd be a huge jump for the Steelers. The only reason it's not A, though, is because offensive tackle, offensive line is the Steelers' biggest need, and they need to do something in this draft. Uh, And taking an offensive lineman in two of the first three rounds is probably exactly what they need to do. So that part of it, I don't know, is necessarily bold, but the trade-up is absolutely bold. So B-plus for me. Love it. All right, finally, my last one. Seven, not six, not eight. Seven defensive backs go in the first round, and I'll tell you who those defensive backs are. I don't know what the um, the lines are on those uh, over-unders, Princeton, and you can let us know as we go through this. Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, Emmanuel Forbes. What's Emmanuel Forbes' number, Princeton? Do you know? You're muted. I do not know Emmanuel Forbes' number. I have him going in the first round as well. I'm sure it's on Caesars. Uh, if whatever the number is, if it's under 31 and a half, I would bang. He's going to the first round. I would bang under 31. And th- he's a lock to go in the first round. That's what I've heard. Would, Deont- it, Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr., Julius Brents, I heard, has a chance to go in the first round. And then Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama, gives you seven. So I'm going seven. I think the the two guys you have to be sort of wary of that could be borderline, Brian Branch and, and Joey Porter. Uh, I've talked to some folks that think he goes top 10. Other folks think he goes is going to be uh, on the line between first and second. Do you do you subscribe to the notion that this is, and I mean, I know you've only covered, like you've only done, I mean, you, you've, you've covered the draft for a long time, but like you've only been the CBSSports.com uh, junior draft analyst for, you know, what, three years? No, maybe? this is four, five, five. This might be four. I started 2018 October, but the 2019 draft. So that's four, four and a half. So you started with the Josh. Daniel Jones. Oh, Nashville was the first draft. Daniel Jones College. Okay, right, right. So 19, 20, 21, 22. So this is five. Fifth draft, four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But but the point being is like, anyway, I don't know what that, I don't know how that math works, but the point being is like, where, where do you, like, don't you think this draft is by far and away the least, like, I know what the F is going on. Going into the first round? Oh, for me, yeah. But that's only because I talk to way more people than I talk to on day one. Um, not because this draft is easy to predict. Because I was, that's uh, yeah. I think you're, no, no, no. I think I think you're hearing more than you did the, in 2019. 100%. But I'm saying like being able to project where guys are going to go in this draft is harder than any draft I oh, personally it's harder. remember. Harder, yes. yes, not easier. Yeah, harder. I, I, I would even argue that the doing a mock draft this year is the easiest it's been because you could do whatever the hell you want and nobody can really question it. No, I, I've had yesterday I had a scout text me and say, What are you hearing? Because I have no idea what's going to happen. Wow. So even teams are like, What's going on? And Rick has said that too before on the podcast. Like he is actually being in the media the first full year now, he's like, this is just crazy. Like all this BS going on. Like when you're in a team, you're just focused on draft meetings and you're not paying attention to the outside noise. And you really have no idea what anyone else is going to do. And Chris Ballard actually said that the other day, he goes, whatever you hear now, people are lying. And that is 99.9% true. He goes, we don't know what's going on outside of our building. And that's how it is for every other team. And I, I do think there's a ton of truth in that. 
So anyway, okay, seven DBs. Uh, first drafted cornerback, by the way, Christian Gonzalez, plus 220. That's a good one. Yeah, it's going to be him or Devin Witherspoon, I feel like. Uh, but it just depends on what, what the team yeah, is Witherspoon's minus 300. I don't see any – I don't see a total cornerbacks drafted. It's kind of annoying. The, the order of these is really frustrating when it's like first overall pick, fifth pick, second pick, sixth pick, fourth yeah. pick, eighth pick. It's like, please, just put the picks in order, man. I think they actually do that on purpose just for the same reasons they pump oxygen into the, to the Ooh, casinos and the windows. I just love like oxygen. <laughs> just to disorient you. <laughs> All right, grade the seven DBs in the round one. Um, you want me to grade first, Brinson? So I yeah, can go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was ready. trying to figure out the. Yeah, you know, you know what? I'm, a, I'm Wilson. I'm off the Wilson train for the last prediction. I'm gonna give him a C on this one. I How just come? feel like uh, the NFL teams have kind of prioritized defensive backs more. It, definitely in the first round, where we've seen more defensive backs drafted in the first round over the past five to seven years. Since 2015, this has actually happened three times where at least seven defensive backs have been drafted in the first round. So I don't think it would be a huge surprise if it happens again. So I'm going to give you a C plus. Wait, what's that number again? How many times? Uh, three times since 2015. There's been at least seven oh, defensive backs it. in the first round. I can't see. Including, can't. including last season. I can't, I can't find an eighth. So that would have been bold, but I don't think that was going to happen. Yeah, eight would have been bold. All right, fair enough. I, I'll take it. Should we up it to eight? Oh, I got to give um, no. up it to eight. I'll up my grade to a B plus. Well, it I'll is lose. just 31, 31 picks, not 32 this year. Oh, so yeah, I mean, Breach. Ooh. You just got math. <laughs> you just got, got the dunk math. Power. Uh, I'll give you, would a Breach give you a C? C plus. Yeah, but he can't do math. It turns well, out. he gave you a C plus. I'll, I mean, like, I, I actually wanted to give you a C minus, but I'm going to give you a B minus just to price his right Breach on this one and, and curry favor with Wilson as he, before he, I guess we'll do, are we doing minor Breaches next? Well, you guys can go back and forth if you want, so I can grade one, at least one each. Yeah, let's do that. We'll talk, take a break do, first. Yeah, before we do that, let's just take a uh, quick <laughs> break here and do a little promo for our guy, Ryan Wilson. How <gasps> should you feel about your team's latest draft picks? The With the First Pick podcast is your source for comprehensive draft coverage and pick breakdowns with CBS Sports draft expert Ryan Wilson and longtime general manager Rick Spielman. Ryan and Rick will recap each day of the draft, dishing out winners and losers from all seven rounds. And the draft chatter doesn't stop on Saturday. Stay tuned to the show for team-by-team draft grades and an early look at who at who your team could be eyeing next year. Download and follow the With the Pick 6 podcast wherever you find this one. We're taking a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 
Get breaking news. Big news coming out of the NFL today. Highlights and instant reactions. The largest final round comeback in four championship history. We're down to the final four. I just want to take time to analyze greatness. Talk winners and losers with a guy who's already a big winner. CBS Sports HQ. It's all sports all day long. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. If you're not following us on social, go ahead and do that now. At Pick 6 Pod across all social media platforms. So, uh, Brinson, did you want to go next here with your bullet prediction? Yeah, why don't we, why don't we alternate and, um, okay. Between and that, way, that way Wilson will get a little grading in. Yep. And our first predictions are kind of uh, related oppositely. Oh, so, so you've seen mine. Hmm. So, oh, much for the, so much for the element of... Oh, oh, there's no surprise here. I know all. Really surprised that I'm moving all over the screen. <laughs> there we got some brain. Hey, hey now. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Whack-a-mole. All ball bearings these days. And now we're really, okay, oh this is God. getting very disorienting. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's do so, it. So, um, uh, <laughs> my first bold prediction is that, and maybe, maybe this is And, not... and Brenton, let's both read our bold predictions, have Wilson grade them both at the same time, since these two right. are kind of directly related. You want to read them at the same time? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Like, you'll go, and then I go before Wilson <laughs> grade. Although we could do that. Uh, mine is that only two quarterbacks will be drafted in the top 10, which felt extremely bold, like, I don't know, four hours ago. And now it feels like all every single mock I see that's coming out has a couple guys dropping out. I know Anthony Richardson, I just saw... Um, had his over under reset from four and a half to seven and a half, which is extremely interesting. People have been pounding the, uh, the under, or I think people are pounding the under on that. I actually had him going four to the Colts in my mock draft. drafted Will Levis and CJ Stroud in my final mock fall out of the top 10 end up going to both to the three quarterbacks draft in the AFC South. Maybe that should have been my, my bold prediction. What about yours breach? Yeah, that should have been your bold prediction. Mine <laughs> is so Brinson's bold prediction is only two quarterbacks get taken in the top 10. My bold prediction is almost the opposite of that. I am saying five quarterbacks Ooh. not only go in the first round, but get taken in the top 15. Ooh. Uh, when, does, uh, when does Hinton Hooker go on yours? Breach 12? Uh, top 15. So maybe. So that's how you're get, saying? Okay. Yeah, top 15. I don't, I don't want to push. I don't want to wow. put a specific team on it. That's but fair. I, you, I think there are enough teams there, whether it's the Colts, the Raiders. Ryan, you threw out. Maybe the Falcons are a wild card there. The Titans uh, maybe. And then once you're down to that last quarterback, teams might get a little desperate and think they need to trade up to get Hendon Hooker because they're afraid someone else is going to get them. So once if quarterbacks start going off the board, then I think that teams will start pressing and thinking, man, we have to trade up and get someone if we want them. And the Raiders are another wild card. We don't think they'll take a quarterback. But what if someone falls in their lap that they were, weren't expecting? We talked about CJ Stroud possibly dropping. Uh so there's enough teams that need a quarterback uh, that it's at least plausible. That's why it's bold. So here's the thing. I, I one of the thing one of the other things I heard recently is that the the Raiders might move up to three for CJ Stroud. Like that's something they that had been conversationalized to. I like gossip weeks. Wilson the best out of all the. All so the, <laughs> I, I think, and also something else I heard, which I do not want to repeat because it makes me very sad, is that. Patriots might like Will Levis. I heard that. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but they they're they're at fourteen, so that's inside the top fifteen. I I got to give breach. I've heard varying things about Hinton Hooker, whether he goes in the first round or not. I, I've heard teams like him, but you can't find a team that actually will admit on record they like him. But I'm going to give breach an A plus. I think that is crazy. Like that would be awesome. I don't. I think it's bold in the fact that there's probably a thirty percent chance it happens, maybe less. But I think 
if it happens, no one would be completely and utterly taken aback because we sort of heard buzz of that recently. I'll give like the thing is, I'll give Brinson like a B plus because I could see that as well. And last year we fell for it. We thought all these quarterbacks didn't go in round one. No one trade up for a quarterback and only Keeney Pickett went in round one. <laughs> By the way, people, I am been a Keeney Pickett. Don't fall for the idea that that Brinson invented that. So oh. I'll give A plus, B plus. I like them both. <laughs> a plus. That's top 15, five. When's the last time that happened? Breach, you had that in front of you? Uh, the last time top five went in the top 15. That has yep. only happened two times in draft history. So two times That's in cool. 86 years. Okay. All right. A plus and B plus. What's next? Uh, I will go next. And I will say that this is actually really bold. Oh, don't lead with that. And then you under uh, there it is over over with their first with their first round pick. The Las Vegas Raiders will draft a running back. That's at pick seven 40 to one on Caesars. All right. No, just uh, their first round pick. They can trade up. They can trade down. Whatever. No, I like that. All right. I mean, I'm just Uh, pegging them with a running back. I mean, obviously it's, more than likely B. John Robinson, but Jameer Gibbs expected that, to go first round. I don't hate it. I haven't heard it. it on some level, it makes sense. They need they have huge needs at, at cornerback, but it wouldn't surprise me if maybe Josh McDaniels wanted to help out Oder- uh, Derek Carr, wanted to help out Jimmy G. Hey. Because Katie dumped him already, so he needs some. some- oh, he's over my shoulder. Don't, over and don't forget. Shoulder. Don't forget. Do you know who the first pick that Josh McDaniels ever made in the draft with the Denver Broncos was? No, Sean Moreno. Bing, 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 bing. Tim, Tim well, Tebow is actually the you know, second pick of the second draft. So I, I like this one too, Brenton. The one reason I really like it is because, look, the Raiders' offense was mostly functional last year because of Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs hmm. clearly going in his franchise tag year. If the Raiders don't want to pay him 10, 11, 12 million, which is probably what he's asking for, how do you fix that? You bring in a guy that's going to cost you a lot less, and that is anyone in the draft. Uh, and this, in McDaniel's offense, needs a running back to, you know, as we saw last year, kind of function. You get Robinson in there, and he is a lot cheaper than Jacobs, and, and you're not taking a huge step down in talent, if any at all. You guys will hear a fun fact about uh, B. John Robinson. Yes. So we talked to him yesterday, me and Rick, for the with the first pick YouTube shorts or whatever it was. And uh, I asked him what was one of his most memorable high school moments. And he said his junior year against a high school team called, I think it was called Desert's Edge. doesn't matter. He said he had rushed for only 98 yards, had three fumbles, and he said that made him very angry. His senior year, he, how many yards and how many touchdowns do you think he rushed against that very same team? Four million. Uh, 212 <laughs> oh, and four. <laughs> All right, 212 and four. Do you want to guess anything less than four million? Uh, Brinson, you're going to stick with that. Uh, I will guess 361. All right, how many touchdowns did he score? Nine. All right, Katie, you want to guess? I will say 10 touchdowns. In one and, game? <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Oh, with one game? <laughs> yeah, one game against the oh, same team. Was, um, I'll say three touchdowns. Yeah. And 200 yards. So against the same team that held him to 98 yards and three fumbles his junior, his senior, he rushed for over 400 yards and six Ooh. touchdowns. Jeez. So that's, that's where you're getting to be John Robinson. He Gosh. also wants to act, Breach. He's like you. He wants to be, be in the films when he's done. I'll, I'll hook him up. I'll get him in the next Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> All right, give me your bold prediction, and then I'm going to moonwalk out of here. Oh, here it is. My my last bold prediction before Wilson leaves is that there will be a huge trade in the first round involving 
a big name. And obviously oh, most I people would have thought that would have been Aaron Rodgers, but he's not on. He's gone. That's done. We saw the A.J. Brown trade last year. We saw the Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown trade last year, both happening on the opening night of the draft. I'll throw out some names. DeAndre Hopkins, Ryan Tannehill, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler. Maybe we see Trey Lance, Jerry Judy. I just think a huge name will be traded on the opening night of the draft that will shock everyone. So those are the names. Like I, I need to make sure that, you know, Justin Tucker, actually that would be a huge name if he got traded. But if, if uh, you know, the Steelers trade. Jerry Judy getting traded would be a big deal. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure Breach is I mean, that, that's like somewhere in between A.J. Brown and Hollywood Brown. No, I want to make sure Breach doesn't try to backdoor it with like the third string punter for, you know, the Titans or whatever, because that's something he would he'd say. Special. Hey, that punter just broke an all time NFL record that stood for 80 years. <laughs> See, there it is. All right. No, I like that. I'll give Maybe you Lamar Jackson. Maybe your boy Mac Jones gets traded so the Patriots can take Will Levis. That would be a huge deal. And I would be very, that we'd, we'd have the, it'd be the, I'd be sadder than when I had to get the tattoo. Oh, by the way, Katie. Yep. There's and John Markle, tattoos. wait, pointing out Derrick Henry story. Well, one, I'll see you in the studio tonight. I cannot wait uh, yeah. to see that. Okay, but, uh, I think we're, uh, we have one bold prediction left. So, like, Wilson, why don't you just hang out for the break? I'll give my last bold prediction. All we'll right, get all, all of us in the whole show, and you'll be departing three and a half minutes later than you would plan, right, which you probably built in because you're doing a podcast with me. Let's go to break. Citizen sleuths are focusing on the brutal slayings of four college kids. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. This is the start of something major. Follows online detectives as they unravel the mystery of the infamous Idaho college murders. There's plenty of places to hide a weapon. And turned it into a social media phenomenon. Where are the roommates? It is a huge night. What was the truth from you? Hashtag cyber sleuths. The Idaho murders now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Grab your VIP pass. We're delving into the secretive world of Formula One. Behind the scenes with two of the sport's biggest names, Mercedes and Williams. This is not coal mining, this is Formula One motor racing. As they build their new cars. We want to be so much further ahead. We are in permanent racing mode. And face shocking headlines. Here's Lewis Hamilton moving away from Mercedes. I'm Joseph Fiennes and this is F1, back at base. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Katie Mox, here with Ryan Wilson for one more minute, and Will Brinson and John Breach. If you are not already, remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page, and keep it locked with us all week long for all your draft and NFL offseason coverage. The last bold prediction, Wilson, or keep Wilson, Brinson, Brian, Brian, like Jesus, what is your name? Brian, Billy, Bobby, yeah. and Breach. Breacherson. Yep. What, uh, um, Brinson, go first. Wait, what was that last bold? What was Breach's last bold one? Did I get to There's going to be a big name traded on draft night. Oh, and, I and, and the commenters, real quick, throwing in some other big names that go down. Derek Henry, Jonah Williams oh. with the Bengals. There are a lot of candidates. Uh, for something big to happen, I yeah, I'll give that a I'll give that a C minus because I think that it's probably going to happen. Wow, yeah, I like. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's that bold. Oh, okay. I think no, veterans. Fair. I think veterans being traded. Well, actually, I'll, tell you, I'll give it a C plus because okay. I think breach is a, a B minus. Actually, I'm going to grade, upgrade it to B minus. <laughs> a full letter grade up, and here's why. This is a very Breachian move, very wise of him. He's getting ahead of what is going to be a clear NFL trend moving forward where veterans, like high value, especially fantasy football guys, right? Like J Jerry Judy getting traded on the first day of the NFL draft. Like 
I mean, I would much rather have Jerry Judy and give him a contract than whatever wide receiver is available in the first round. All right, you gave me a grade. Let's go. You, you don't like it. I get it, but I got to go. <laughs> C plus, I gave an A. I liked it. What's your next one, Brinson? I gave him a B minus, actually. Oh, okay. I'm go. trying to keep you around as long as possible. Well, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna hang up. I've, we've we've been <laughs> hang up. No, we've already made it through the break. You can't okay, leave until we finish. One more, one more. Let's go. Four score and <laughs> I've known uh, my final one. Drew finished. Sanders goes top ten. Oh, uh, that's that's enough. <laughs> Only because it's not going to happen. <laughs> Why? I love Drew Sanders. I, I love the Eagles too. just despite Billy and Diva. I love him too, but he is. Uh, I don't think he's going. If he goes top ten, that will. I will change it retroactively. You to have to eight. tweet out. You have to tweet out like Brent. I'm wrong. Brinson's a genius. Oh no! I'll definitely. I'll 100 percent do that. He'll get Drew Sanders' jersey number added to his Snoopy tattoo. Yeah, you get Drew Sanders on the other side. <laughs> get by, the way, by the way, Katie, make sure Wilson tells you about how the fact that he got the Snoopy tattoo and then, like, because he lost, a, you know, something happened. And then he's like, you know what? I need another tattoo. And immediately went out and got a second tattoo, which is a little weird. They're addicting. Yeah. He's addicted to tattoos. There it is. All right. Uh, Breach, grade that one and then give me yours. Um, I give... Brinson a B because it's crazy, but if it happens, uh, it's not going to happen. Okay, then I give it a, a C. <laughs> why, why can't it happen? Because no one's going to take him with the first ten picks. That's why. I don't You're, think anybody knows who the first ten picks are. You are go. saying that Drew Sanders is going ahead of C.J. Stroud. Yes, that would have been perhaps more palatable. There's your bold prediction. Let's yeah. switch it. Yeah. No. I'm All right. <laughs> My other one was C.J. Stroud falls out of the top ten. So I don't know. Oops. All right, go ahead, Brit uh, Breach. Um. My final bowl prediction, of course, is special teams related, and that is. I also there, swear that you said your last one was your final one. Well, he said before me, and then, then before you Wilson was going to leave, but then you talked him in the stank. So really, now this is I my final for, one. So I here it is. Again. There, are, there will be no place kickers selected in the draft this year. Huh. Uh, there has been. That's only happened once in the past 10 years with no kickers drafted. I feel like teams are getting away from drafting kickers. We've only seen one kicker drafted in each of the past two drafts. Ed McPherson two years ago, Cade York last year. Uh, and it feels like teams like the idea of signing these guys in undrafted free agency after the draft rather and kind of getting the pick of the litter rather than committing money uh, to a guy who m- might not make their roster. So I am going to say no kickers. Get hey, drafted. Breach. Do you is but you're not saying because I think the Michigan State punter has a really good chance of getting drafted. Is yeah, he gonna punters, drafted? That, this does not include punters. Punters, I think, I think Bryce Berenger, uh, Rutgers punter, uh, his this name is a slap is, in the face to NC State's Chris Dunn. Uh, yeah, tell Chris Dunn, I am sorry. Adam Korsak is the is the Rutgers punter. I think he gets drafted. I think at least two punters will be yeah. drafted, zero kickers. I can't remember which whichever one that I was watching at the senior bowl because I wasn't paying attention to the punters. I think it's a Michigan State kid who can actually like he had a huge leg when they were messing around. Yeah, Barringer, I think will I'm gonna, be- I'm gonna give you a C but the C minus I meant to give you on the last one. I think you're ahead of a trend here again, but you're insulting NC State, so that's a C minus uh for me. Breach. I'll make up for it. It'll average. I'll give you an A on that. Your grading is absolute crap, dude. You're like you're dumping on my bold predictions and giving Breach A's for No, I gave you an A on your first bold prediction. I like that. They they just went downhill. Um, I got got one one bonus one. I got one bonus one. Brinson and Breach have been kind of at each other's throats. That's true. I got one bonus one. Hold on. There will be no trades in the top five of the NFL draft. Uh, No. Maybe. I don't know. I'll give that a I'll give that B plus. I don't hate on it. the clock, on the clock. Doesn't count if it happens before the draft. Oh, I was like, on the clock? How much is going to do it? Yeah, right. There's only been two of them since 2013. Yeah, but last year, yeah, I think the issue becomes, I don't know if Houston's going to trade out of two, 
and I don't know what's going to happen. They think three is the best chance for someone to come up and get Paris Johnson, but if the, the Cardinals want Christian Gonzalez, for example, that could be interesting. Are you going to say something, Breach? Uh, I was, you have the Seahawks. They love the trade. They're at five. Point. Um, yep. I mean, it's, it's completely plausible. As Brinson said, it doesn't happen as often as you might think it would happen. So I, I like that prediction. I'll All right, Katie, I will it, see happens, you. it happens a lot pre-draft, but it doesn't happen quite as much during yeah. the draft. It's just hard. It's, it, it's expensive to move up. Katie, I will see you in six and a half hours. And yes. Brinson and Breach. You know, they, you know, they make airplanes, right? Yes. Yeah, but how, right, it would take me just as long to get there. Yeah, let's 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 wrap this up. We got to see Wilson on HQ later tonight. Make sure you join us tomorrow night to recap the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft. And of course, remember to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, download, follow, leave a five-star review and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. And you can uh, catch Wilson and I on HQ at 6 p.m. We'll see you then. Greetings, Fantasy Warriors. I'm Heath Cummings, your guide to fantasy dominance on FFT Dynasty. Join me this offseason where mock drafts become epic showdowns and every pick shapes your legacy. If, if I was Adam, with the team that he's built, Will Levis makes so much more sense. And that's not all. We're peeling back the curtain on the future with our exclusive 2024 NFL Draft Prospect Profiles. Uncover hidden gems that'll elevate your roster to legendary status. Pukunukua. After Cooper Cup, we really have no idea who's going to get the targets. Keaton Mitchell of East Carolina. Explosive speed is ridiculous. This isn't just a podcast. It's a playbook for champions. Subscribe to FFT Dynasty now, and together, we'll conquer the fantasy football frontier. Your dynasty journey starts here.